Welcome back to the Outreach Project family. It's Josh. This is Zach. We are joined with Dave Richmond. Dave Richmond. Man, it's been a while since we've been in the studio, we can call it. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. About a month. Our last guest was uh, David. Really cool gentleman. Now we have an even cooler, not even cooler, but we have an equally cool Dave. <laughs> this is our third Dave. I think we've had four. Or, I don't know. We've had some Daves. Common name. It's a, it's a good name. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, how about you tell us a little bit about yourself? Maybe what you do for work? And then, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm a school teacher. Um, used to be a high school math teacher, middle school math teacher. Um, now I... Um, I'm a teacher in our alternative school here at Willie County Consolidated Schools and just um, work with Jim Sittler and um, just kids that have um, need a second chance, mm-hmm. um, got in trouble doing stuff that other kids are doing, and they just happen to get caught and um, just loving on them. And, um, yeah. So, yeah, just uh, teaching. Um, you know, I stepped away from teaching for a few years and – I didn't realize how much of a call on my life it was until I stepped away and I felt the draw back to, so I've been back. This is my third year back teaching. Yeah. So what, what else do you do? You, I see your face <laughs> up on some banners in town. So sell a little bit of real estate, do some remodeling. Um, yeah, just a little bit of everything. Help, you go to, help people. You go to Florida for some staining. Yeah. <laughs> if the if the job takes me to Florida, I go there. So I mean, why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. And then uh, tell us a bit about your family and maybe some church involvement. What you do um, here? Yeah. So my wife Kristen is um, a nursing professor at Grace College. Um, so she she's in charge of the nursing department at Grace. Um, then I've got Lily. She's a senior. Um, she plays soccer, runs track. Landon is a sophomore, um, plays basketball. And then Logan is an eighth grader, football, plays basketball, and plays golf. Oh. Yep. It's the greatest sport ever. It is a really good sport. <laughs> it makes you mad, but it's a really good sport. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what's, what's the maddest you've been on the golf course? <laughs> I, I don't get mad too often. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can't say that on here, can you? <laughs> <laughs> Zach's been mad on the golf course. What's, what's the maddest you've been? Do you throw your clubs, Zach? Um, I've had a lot of club throws that went farther than the ball <laughs> all right we got to expose your last funny golf shot back on we played bridgewater have you played there yeah um yeah. it was a par three right after hole the, nine it was right hole 10 the, it was hole 11 hole, hole 11 it was hole 11 par three um we'll throw it up on the screen for our viewers um it was videotaped no, no we'll the, put the whole we'll, we'll draw a little diagram. <laughs> it should have been videotaped. But the green like the T box, just imagine a T box and then there's the previous hole green to our right. Um and then the cart path kind of heading down in between the green and the T box, and then the hole shoots that way. Um does that make sense? Yeah. A little bit. So Drew, our buddy Drew's first up on the T. Hits a good shot. I don't even think it went on though. Um Zach's up. And then this couple drives the cart down the cart path. They're like, right here. We're right here on the on the tee box. <laughs> Zach hits the ball and it like shoots right at them. <laughs> the right. But it doesn't, it doesn't. It's not like a line drive. It like trickles up the cart path fairly fast though. And I go four. <laughs> they're like, why in the world would you say that? Where? To the right of you, like 30 yards. <laughs> They're like right here. There's the, the bridge right here. Went like right, right. The- <laughs> it like hit the cart-ish. It did not it, hit the cart. It hit, dude, it hit the left side of the cart. It did not hit the cart. It brisked against the cart. But, <laughs> but the dude like pretended to jump out of the way like a hurricane was coming at him. And, and then a couple holes later... I'm teeing off again. He's like, he's like 50 yards behind. He's like, am I good back here? <laughs> it doesn't sound as funny without being there, but man, I did not know how I was going to hit a shot after that, <laughs> but then I nailed it. So that was cool. But we're avid golfers. I love seeing another golfer on this podcast. Um, tell us a little bit about your upbringing. You grew up here in Columbia city. 
Um, So, yeah, we went to a little church across from, I guess, Walmart, um, Bob Evans, till I was like 15. Okay. So it's a... is it the, the Columbia, State Church, Columbia State Church of Christ? It's still there. Yep, still yep. there on the corner. Um, my dad was really involved there, led songs, and it, I mean, did a lot of stuff because there's only, I don't know, depend on the year between fifty and hundred people there, and so he was real an elder all the time. It seemed like, and um, then we moved here when I was a fresher freshman in high school, and so. Here as in first church. First church. So I've been here since yeah. I was 15. So, yeah. Um, and witnessed my dad, you know, every morning um, doing devotions. You know, just, uh, I mean, if I got up at 6 o'clock, he was in there reading and praying. And just so just having somebody to to watch. And he, mm-hmm. mo- he modeled modeled what it was to be follower so yeah so let's rewind a bit you graduated from columbia city columbia city yep then you went to grace college so i went, what? To, Gra- I went to grace for a year yep and then took four years off and didn't know what i wanted to do and then during that time chris and i got married went down and she finished nursing school at ball state um and then as soon as she was actually she wasn't done yet we were actually in school together for a semester at ball state. She was at ball state and I went back to grace. Okay. So we were, she was actually doing her clinicals in Columbia city. We were living with my parents and I was driving to grace and she was doing her clinicals and going to ball state. And so then I started back up and coach K at grace gave me my scholarship back and coach K like from Duke. No, no, <laughs> the other coach K. Um, so yeah, gave me my scholarship back and I played three more years there. Yeah. It was actually it was really good. I went back with a new perspective on, you know, life, and I was twenty three or twenty four, and um, it was good going in being the older guy and yeah. just being able to mentor eighteen year olds that were coming right out of high school. So they uh, called me Grandpa on the team. We had <laughs> actually Russ Moore's son in law was on the team, <laughs> and he started. His name's Luke Sefton, and he would call me Grandpa. So everybody started calling me Grandpa on the team. So. What um <laughs> what impact did Grace have on your faith at that time? I think I was I needed it. I was just kind of I don't know. You're young and you didn't and we didn't we were we came to church but we weren't involved. Yeah. I went back to Grace and um I think it might have been Kevin Jordan and his wife Jill got us involved in their small group and great when we, people. When, when we came, when we, when we came, when we came, <laughs> when we came back and lived here, they got us involved or into their small group, and um, then we started helping on Sunday nights with three, four, and five year olds. Mm-hmm. So Chris and I and Kevin and Jill, we just that's what we did on Sunday nights, and so yeah, but yeah, and then. You've obviously had a lot of years since then. Um, Not obviously. Come on now. My yeah, just, just he was a grandpa at twenty three, bro. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> just a few, just a few years. I'm not, I'm not that old yet. Yeah. Um, what did you teach that whole time after college? So yeah, so I taught for I think it was eleven years. I taught at um, Huntington North was my first two years, and I went. Coached basketball at Central Noble, was there for two years, and then went to DeKalb for two years, and I was at Eagle Tech for five then. Really? You yep. were an Eagle Tecker? For five years, yep. I was the, the second group of teachers in class. That's when I mm-hmm. – so, there, so yeah, so the first year kids that were freshmen, they were sophomores when I started Eagle Tech. Okay. So. How was that different than other teaching? I think the culture is – the big thing it was so it was so small it was like it's kind of like a small school inside a big school it was in the culture brady just he turned the culture into something that was really awesome he was the culture he he, yeah i mean i I think you can see it at the high school now yeah he 
he just does a really good job leading people and so mm-hmm. that's his calling for sure yeah oh yeah great guy yep um was eagle tech your last teaching gig until so when i left eagle tech i just started doing i worked for my brother for a little while then i just started doing work on my own yeah um you know i remodeled brad miller's house when they did okay. theirs and um so just electrical work and then i was building a house right here in front of the church and um habitat got my name and wanted to know if i'd come work for them as their director of construction so i went and worked there for two years huh. um and then i just felt the call back into the classroom yeah um and so glad i, I mean i'm glad i my time at uh, Habitat was awesome, but students are my passion. So okay. you say you say this call um, a few times now. What's that feel like, and what's yeah. there's you <laughs> describe just, it? You just feel like there's something missing. Okay, like like I felt like not the Habitat. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it was just felt like I was going doing my job, going home, and and. When I teach, I, I think it's – I worry about my kids when I'm not with them. And um, so I just know that it's more than just showing up from 8 to 3 and teach. It's getting there early and make sure they got breakfast and um, going to their games afterwards. And, I mean, I'm involved in – I help at football games. I help at basketball games. Yeah. And anything else they need help, I just – love being involved in letting kids know I'm there for them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so what got you into the alternative school? Like <laughs> where, where did that come about? So I got, um, I got a phone call in the summer, two summers ago and said, Hey, we're starting an alternative school. Would you be willing to apply for it? Was that a gym phone call? No, it was, uh, you don't have to say if you can, it was, Kyle Nelson called me and okay. just said, are you interested in applying for it? So I applied for it and it's, it's been really good. I t- when I left, I told him, I said, if you ever start an alternative school, I'll be, I'll come back. And I just always, <laughs> I have a draw to kids that maybe don't have what I had at home when I was a kid, you know, parents that would do anything for you. Mm-hmm. So if I can be that as a teacher, um, you know, I tell them, I said, you know, my email, if you are somewhere that you don't feel comfortable, you can always email me and we'll figure out a way to get you home. So that's, that's the most important thing is like letting them know that you care about them. And will you truly, what you say, will you do it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is, is it at the high school building? So we were at Marshall last year, yeah, um, but they moved us into the middle school because Kyle's my boss, so yeah. that way he can be in the classroom. And they had an extra; they have a a big room in there that they weren't using. So, and you teach everything, or um, so I help. So Jim and I help them with everything. We don't actually; I teach them math. Um, so what I do for math is that there might be a video, but I'm like, here's I just work it out on a board for them and show yeah. them how to do it. But all the other stuff. We may we watch the videos with them and try to help them. Like it may be English one day, it may be like today was government, and so it's just it's random stuff. So I'm learning on the fly. You don't and, have like a set curriculum, or so they yeah. It's you remember Apex when you were in school? Did yeah. you ever? I didn't have it, but well, it was it's like an online, mm-hmm. but it's a version of Apex. It's called Edmentum now, and so it's a little it's not so dry as Apex is. There's videos and. So they, they just work through on their own until, until they need help, and um, so some kids need more help than others, and that's fine. Yeah. yeah. How many teachers are there in the school? Is so it just you and so Jim? It's, just, it's just Jim and I. So, so we got up to nine. We get, Kyle. Well, Kyle is our administrator, yeah, so he's a, he's in charge of, or he's a assistant principal for the whole school, and then he just oversees our yeah. program too, um, and. So I'm there all day. Jim's there five hours a day. So I'm there in the afternoon by myself. So for just a couple hours. And so since I have a PE license too, we get them their PE credit. Um, and I'm 
we're doing weights right now, so I don't know if we can get them. We're gonna either it's either gonna be PE credit or a weights credit, so we can get them. You know, Whatever, yeah. get them because not all, but a lot of them are behind on their credits. So mm-hmm. just giving them a win, like, yeah. how do we get your first credit? How do we? Um, so yeah, some of them, some of them are doing really well before they come to us, and some of them are just falling behind. Yeah. So. Um, is it is it all high school students or is there middle school? Students so there are, a, so there is a chance to have middle school. Yes. Yeah. So last year, we had up to nineteen students, and we had four middle schools. So, and then this year we, so we have one middle school, and we have some high school students. So, is this something students can transition out of? No. So, oh, transition out of? Yeah. Yes. They. So what? It their first semester with me is full time. Their second semester can be, if they do well their first semester, then they can go, so they can go to like Wawasee for trade or they can oh. go to the high school for half a day and they come to me for half a day um, or back to the middle school for half the day. I'm just trying to help. And then when they come to me, we can help them with their homework that they have from their classes. That's, that's so neat. just trying to, so they don't get behind on their, mm-hmm. they can come to us. It's like, not like a study hall because they have a class with me too, but Jim and I can say, Hey, what do you need help with from your four classes from mm-hmm. the high school or the middle school? So it's a lot more personable too. Oh, You're and, with them. And that's the thing is like, not that it's one-on-one, but it's one on five or one on six and we can really get, and I'm with them all day. So think of when you're in elementary all day with somebody, you really get to know who they are. Yeah. So we get to really just, help them with life stuff like how to get your driver's license how to anything that that they we can help them so have you seen god work through this at all oh yeah yeah like what i mean just we have a meal at thanksgiving and a meal at christmas and i would just i called my parents small group and i said hey would you i went and talked to their small group and i said thinking about doing a Thanksgiving dinner. Would you guys be willing to? And they jumped right on their small group, brought in a f- like five course meal and and just loved on them. They came in and served them the food and mm-hmm. talked to them. And just so there's so many people outside of my classroom that come in and pour into them. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know, Wes and Brady Mullet's mom, volunteer her time last year to help kids with writing papers and because she was, I don't know if she was an English teacher. And so she would just, anytime we needed her, I would just call her and say, Hey, we got one that's struggling with whatever. And she'd come in and help them. So just, and you know, Mr. Nelson letting, we just get people background checks and come in and just help kids. And so it's awesome. And we've got other agencies that come in, um, and help with life skills and Krista Pope comes in and just does an awesome job um, helping them with life stuff too. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's like tag team, you know, like next person comes in and just loves on the, loves on the kids. So yeah. it's awesome. Um, are you able to be open with faith at all? Or if, if they ask we can, we don't get real, but they know, they know there's something different. Yeah. Um, and encourage them. Like, if you want to go to church, you know, we tell them where we go to church at, and we'll meet you there. And so, come sit by us. Yeah. yeah here's the time I, I attend church. And if you want to come, yeah. Hey, if you're, they might be listening. If you're listening, you're one of Dave's students, um, you want to come to church, and maybe you don't want to sit with uh, an older gentleman, you can. You don't want to sit with grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> You can message us, message, um, we have an Instagram, Facebook, you're probably not on Facebook, but message, and um, we'd love to sit with you too, and yeah. whatever. Maybe they're not listening, They depends how cool they well, think they, you are, but... They, they might find out about it, and <laughs> want to tease me in class. I know your kids are listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. What's the difference, you probably get this lot, between Troy and your school? So I don't, um, I don't, I mean, I don't think there's a, this is inside this, the school system still. Okay. So the difference is we transition them back into Columbia city schools. 
Okay. Where they stay and graduate from Troy. So technically, they're still a Columbia, Columbia City. City student and graduate, and they'll graduate from yep. Columbia City. Um, so they're just stepping out of the classroom because they got in trouble. Mm. Um, and it could be a semester. It could be two. They can. They can't be with me for longer than two semesters. That's what, a lot. What happens if they need to be? Um, well, right now it's only so. Hopefully, first semester we've got them going in the right direction. Second semester we're transitioning them back into something, yeah. um, and they're just with. They may not. Some of them didn't even come back to me second semester. They did really well. Oh, just full. And they went right back. Okay. Um, some, whether it's a parent or they just decided it, they just needed to stay or whatever the case, some case, or they, or they came to me with only a month left in the school year and we felt like they needed to come back. So they were with me a little longer in gym. So. Okay. And then say, say they come back to you for that second semester and then they may not be ready. Is that hopefully we'll hopefully they're ready yeah they're they they have to go back based on i don't know if it's a i can't remember if it's a law or they can only be with us for for like credits or, or something no i think it's the way our school our alternative school was set up is that they can only be with us for two semesters there's no there's no extra time okay yep so then it would be a judgment from yeah and yeah. sometimes after that first semester they're able to go back and parents are just like they're doing so well with you let's can we, can they be there just half day or yeah so which is really cool to see maybe some parents appreciating you yep. and yeah we had i mean that was the parents really i mean think about it if you're getting two teachers to you know 19 kids and we're be able to really dig in and help them and um i think out of i don't i think it was like 60 credits or 58 credits mm-hmm. we only had two that didn't two credits that they we, we didn't get, so you know we were over ninety some percent yeah. on getting credits. So yeah. not that that's what we're there. For. I mean, we want them to get credits. We want them just be better in, yeah. in life, and and so yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Um, let's uh, touch on some ministry involvement currently. You know, you said you served with some children when you first started. Yep. Um, you also touched a bit on your father um, being an elder. He's currently an elder now. Yep. And you're currently stewardship stewardship team. Yep. What's that look like with you guys? Um, well, we're not in a ton of meetings together since yeah. we're in different, unless it's like a leadership altogether. But we, I mean, we we talk all the time. I mean, that's great thing about my parents is that we just grew up we did everything together and we they've always lived here yeah okay. we moved or they moved here right before my brother was born so i don't know 40 some years ago 48 years ago maybe 49 yeah. so um yeah so we've i'm trying to think here what was the question Kind of leadership team. Yeah, uh, leadership. Um, so stewardship, um, and then I helped in high school for a long time. Yeah, uh, went on several mission trips with the high school, and then I, when I started my masters, I took I don't know three or four years off, or two or three years off, and then I came back on. I think it was last year, and then I host seniors at my house. Mm-hmm. My wife and I host the seniors. That's been awesome. Your dad's been on a student mission trip too. He went on right? a middle school mission trip. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, I couldn't go. Was it three years ago? And I said, "Well, you ask my dad. He might go. He was retired." And yeah. So he took. Um, I think it might have been when Lily might have been an eighth grader. So it might have been four years ago. Yeah, we were in high school. Yeah, I think I it was. Remember. I think it was four years ago when Lily was in eighth grade. He went on the Muncie mission trip. So, yeah, what's uh, what's that been like serving with students? I mean, you're around students all day. What's it like serving with them in a setting where you can probably be a bit more um, vocal about faith and push it a bit? Well, I think they see me at school and then they see me, you know, at church and 
the same person. I just may not be able to talk about my as much about my faith at school yeah. as I can um, with them, and I th- hopefully they see that I'm the same person no matter where I'm at. Um, I think that's super. That's important. huge. That's super important to like. I'm just I don't do one thing and then or say one thing and do another, and so hopefully they hopefully they be an example like my dad was to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, and then another random question, but um, you've talked a little bit about um, like your dad, for example, just said yes to going on that mission trip, and you've said yes to a few opportunities. Um, pretty much in blind faith and trusting the Lord, um, and that's huge. Well, where's that come from? I know you're gonna say your dad. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What else? Um, what else allows you to develop that spiritual discipline of obedience? Um, I don't know. My <laughs> my wife would probably <laughs> like for me to say no more often, but um, I just feel like I'm off in the summers. It's easy for me to say yes to mm-hmm. a mission trip in the summer. Um, and sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to go. But then I go and I'm like, man, I love I love when I get there. It's just I just think about how much stuff I need to do and and just being faithful that it it's all going to work out. And, and I have a great time every time I go. So yeah. and just... Just the impact that you can have on students is is huge. Oh, it is. So, yes. what's your favorite grade you've taught? <laughs> not not like specific group, but like your favorite age group. Um, I I, I really I like high school probably the best. Um, and I'm drawn to st- students that struggle. Yeah. So if you struggle, that that's um, – they may not have somebody at home working with them. And hopefully I'm understanding that if there's only 15 minutes left in class and I'm not going to give you 30 problems to go home because I know they don't probably aren't going to do them. Mm-hmm. So let, let's, let's see if you can get four done. You got four problems to get done for tonight. And just being – aware of who you've got in class and who's going to be able to help them at home, especially if it's algebra two or geometry and are they going to have anybody at home that can even help them? And, um, so I'm really drawn to just, I want to be that person for them that my parents were for me. Yeah. So, yeah. It's huge. What you guys are. I just think it's really cool how you indirectly, because you're in the public school system, but you indirectly use your faith to just love on students and show them God without them. I mean, eventually one day they might like, it might click for them, but I just think that's really cool. Yeah, I want, I want them to ask why why I'm different. Yeah. Well, why, yeah. why does he ask me how I'm doing? or Why does he actually care? Yeah, yeah. It's huge. They... Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, our group, uh, our Wednesday night young adult groups, going through James. Um, and that's all about acting out your faith. Um, we're told faith without, or words without action is dead faith. Um, and you clearly proclaim faith, um, but then you act it out. Um, and then, how, how do I show my kids? to love on people. Yeah. That that's my big thing is like how do I get my kids to understand how important it is to love people? And I I would say they do a darn good job of understanding that too. Yeah. You've raised a great family. And I know you're not gonna accept the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> and and not that I do it right every day. Um, but my goal is to just to love other people. Mm-hmm. So Oh, yeah. What's uh, <laughs> what's some of your uh, wildest stories? Like maybe, <laughs> maybe something crazy you've done in life. You seem like a mellow guy right now. <laughs> Man, crazy. Have you ever had a soda past like 8 p.m.? Or 
Well, if you talk to my family, they, they, they know that I like to stop at Speedway and get a Code Red. So Oh, shoot. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> um, man, if, if my family was here, they could probably tell you some stuff. But um, what we think here? Something crazy. I don't like to – I wouldn't like to parachute out of a plane or anything. I like to keep my feet on the ground. Um I don't know. I like to drive fast. What's the fastest you've ever drove? <laughs> I don't know. Probably over 100, 130. It's pretty fast. <laughs> we we were in uh, Las Vegas, and when I was booking our plane tickets for my family, they said you could upgrade your car for like an extra 50 or 100 bucks. So I upgraded to a BMW. Yeah. And it was like an 800 series. And I, we looked it up when we got it. It was like 115,000. <laughs> a rental car? Yeah. Drive it like and, a rental, huh? And we were out in the middle of the desert, nobody around, and we just 130, 140 mile an hour. Just, it was awesome. It is awesome. That's probably, I guess that's crazy with your family in the car. <laughs> with, with the whole family. Yeah, the wildest thing Dave's ever done was spend time with his family in the desert. No, the wildest thing I've ever done was with the Speedway guy. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe the wildest thing, my only speeding ticket in my life is on a mission trip. What? Who yeah. was, was it Luke the youth pastor? Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? It was in uh, South, uh, South Carolina. I've never had a speeding ticket before. Were we there? We might have been. It would have been. Um, was it the first South Carolina trip or the second one? It was after New York City, so we went on the New York New York City. So how Daniel Wool was? Oh no, nah, nah, nope, no, Daniel was a so, grandpa. So he was New York City, and then I think it was a year or two after that. Dude, we're we're still in middle school at that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, what's your speeding ticket? I was going down a hill, and there was all there was traffic everywhere. And he came through two lanes of traffic and got me and pulled me over. And I was with a bunch of other people, just going down a hill. What he what he clock you at over? I think we were going like eleven over or something. Oh. It wasn't terrible, no. Not bad. No, it was like eleven or eleven or twelve. I guess it was because we were a fifteen passenger van, and yeah, probably thought you were sketchy. <laughs> he goes, "What are you doing in South Carolina?" I said, "Well." We're on a mission trip. I got all these kids in the car. With Can I me. pray with you? <laughs> was that on the way Lord, there or the way please back? Please don't no, give we me were, a ticket. We were going to the job site that day. <laughs> we were going to the job site. We were going to work, like help families. <laughs> so I can see Luke either taking it as like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. What do I do? What to do? Or eh, we'll figure it out later. <laughs> what? What do you That's do? That's a problem for no, when we I, get back. He just no. It was no like no big deal. I mean yeah. You know, I was probably in my late thirties, so Yeah. I mean he can't punish you. <laughs> no. I volunteered to come on the trip. <laughs> so you gotta kick you off. <laughs> Go home twelve hours home. <laughs> Speed home. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that was, that's that was, probably it was a little embarrassing. Like the kids in the back were like, couldn't believe we got pulled over. <laughs> Dude, you probably got made fun of. I can't remember. It was I can't remember who was in the car with me. <laughs> that's, that's bad. <laughs> I will say uh, Jim ran a red light on a mission trip, and Luke like went in on him. I remember J on one of the mission trips, Jim never turned his turn signal off <laughs> when he was merging on the highway. So it was just miles and just be click, click, click. Well, how much Luke Schrader was on the South Carolina? <laughs> we were like he was a C, he was a C. fifth sixth grade <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy we yeah. actually took uh, one of your boys on a mission trip took Cleveland to Cleveland was that Logan yeah, yeah. <laughs> does that scare you now he, he loves mission trips <laughs> it was actually really cool I don't know how much he told you um, but we slept in the gym we slept in the gym in uh, New York City. Yeah. It was the hottest I've ever been in my life. It was really hot, but 
we got the hoop whenever we wanted. So we were in there with probably six other churches. Wow. Oh, it was. What's your, what's your craziest, coolest, most God experienced mission trip you've been on as a student or a leader? Um, we had a family in New York City that we remodeled the inside of their house. We were putting tearing siding off. We were siding the outside, and they we were playing um, Lecrae music out there, and they were like, "There's Christian rap music," and they they were like super. They were they didn't. I don't think they went to church, and yeah. and they're. I think they texted with us afterward, like other people in our group, and it was just, I think it, we encouraged them, and they just, I think they started going to church. It was really, it was really good. They, they were, yeah, we, they were, we'd Facebook back and forth for a year or two afterwards. Yeah. So it was really cool to, we were only there for a week, but we did a lot, and they just, yeah. our kids were just awesome. You with almost, them, you almost wish you could stay longer. Yeah, or or go back the next year and yeah. s- to the same area and see how they. Yeah. Because they, the hurricane hit and they the insurance went cover, so that's why we were there fixing everything up because. Okay. A lot of those families, the insurance for some reason, whatever, didn't have hurricane insurance or whatever it was. Well, I, I wouldn't even think to have hurricane insurance in New York. No. It was we were in um I think we were in Rhode uh what is it called? We're in one of the suburbs. So we weren't right in New York City, okay. but or, but Long Island's where we were at. Oh. Yeah. So That is really neat though. Yeah, it was it was that was one of the best. Like being able to we were he was there, him and his wife were there almost every day. Yeah. And it was real really cool to I think he might have been laid off maybe or something because of the water damage or something yeah and so he was there and he'd go get us bagels and it was awesome he just loved on us like we were doing to him so yeah which i don't know sometimes you feel bad about that but yeah no it was that was probably new york city was one of the best mission trips i went on really yeah just because the experience I had with the students I had were... How old were you? Maybe 35, 36, something like that. Which is definitely an age where you're, I don't know, kind of still in the younger days of a family. and Yeah. So it you, takes a lot to give up a week. But, I mean, as a teacher, you yeah. got several weeks off in the summer and... As long as you don't have anything planned that week, if you know in advance, it's a little easier for us mm-hmm. to get away. And um, but leaving my wife with three kids at home in that summer. were so I, if I was thirty-five, you know, Lily would have been eight, six, four. <laughs> Fun ages, huh? <laughs> so she's by herself, yeah. but you know, it's, it's important to yeah. be involved. Yeah. In, so I'm just trusting God with that. Yeah. You've always been, and you're not. You're not gonna accept this either. <laughs> but you've always been a man of like, and I haven't known you very long, but I've always seen you serve very well, um, but not really speak about necessarily your giving, your giving of time, whatever. Um, and the basic answer is because we're called to. But I guess why? Why not? take credit and you know what i'm saying like why not put out there that you do a bunch of stuff yeah yeah it's not i mean it's biblical to just do things without the reward or where does it say that (laughs) i'd have to look it up but bible yeah (laughs) but i mean it's like i don't do things to get notoriety yeah i like my kids know if somebody's broke down on the side of the road we stop and I help them. Mm-hmm. It's we just that's what we do. I mean, so hopefully they see it, and that they'll do the same thing. Whether not, maybe not stopping and helping people on the side of the road, but helping people in general. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, 
talking is, a, but if you're actually doing, your kids see you doing it yeah. is important. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's why I think Lily wants to be a teacher is like she sees that that's what I do and she sees how much of an impact you can have on your students. And not that we get paid a ton, but it's more in what you can help other people with. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we're told the way we live isn't going to be popular or loved by the world. Yeah. Um, but even just in your small household, if you can normalize it there, um, you're making a big difference. Um, and definitely in the church family. I mean, we all see it, man. Like, <laughs> you serve very well. And I know I personally aspire it, to. It makes me feel better. Like, I'd probably do it selfishly because I feel better when I serve other people. I mean. Like, when I'm out, when I'm at the coffee shop or or in the nursery, I just feel better that I've done something to help out. Um, That's just the right thing, though. That's, I don't know. Yeah, I don't even think twice. It's like, oh, you need help? I just just do it. Yeah. I don't. What's your favorite thing to help out with? Would it be like construction stuff? My favorite thing to help out with? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Dishes? No, I, I don't like doing dishes at all. I mean, I do. I really like helping with young kids. So yeah. whether whether it's in the nursery, whether it's helping the neighbors with their, you know, teasing their kids in the driveway or <laughs> what? <laughs> they they ride around on their bikes and their kids are you teasing. Foxes? Foxes kids. Oh, okay. We got, uh, I don't know if you know the Peters, and there's a bunch of kids that go up and down, our, <laughs> and I just tease them all. And I tell them, hey, there's a speed limit <laughs> out here. You're going to make some kids cry, man. No, they know. They know I'm teasing. So, like, hey, you guys, there's a speed limit. You can't ride your bikes that fast. You know, stuff I think like, they go faster. Yeah, then they're like, I didn't. Oh, man. <laughs> so. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> what, what you guys act? We got a favorite scripture. Um, let me think here. I'm trying to think of it. Is it Isaiah forty three two? I think is what it is. Um, yeah. Look it up for me. Isaiah 43, 2. It's something like, um, I'm going to say it wrong. You spelled Isaiah wrong. I can't spell it <laughs> It's, um, if the waters are, um, do you want, do you want yeah, to go, say go it? Yeah, go for it. Is it 43, 2? I think it's what it is. When you go through, through deep waters, I will be with you. Yeah. Keep going. No, no I think that's it. Uh, that's it. It, oh. it repeats itself. That, that, that's it. Oh. It's like... When, even goes, even okay. even when times are yeah bad, he's gonna be with me. So if I keep that in my mind, like, hey, it's gonna it's gonna get deep, it's gonna be tough, but I know he's gonna be with me no matter what's gonna happen. So what's a what's a moment in your life where you've experienced that a little bit of trouble, but God's been there? Uh, I mean, I think the as a young teacher, um, I think it was my fourth year teaching, or yeah. After my fourth year teaching, um, I w they wanted me to coach basketball where I was mm -hmm. at, and I didn't want to because I had young kids. And I, I took the job as a coach, and so I resigned as a, as a coach. And they said, well, we don't – if you're not going to coach basketball, we don't. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Jeez. Um, so in, when you're at a small school, you need your teachers to do – and I understand, but yeah. I didn't have a job for all summer. And so luckily, I mean, I do side work. And so luckily I had money coming in, and yeah. um, but I didn't have a job for the next school year until I think it was a week into school starting. I um, got a phone call from DeKalb yeah. that said they had an opening in the math and so I went and applied for it, and I got it. And so, so that whole summer, I was I was super worried. What was I gonna do? So, how'd they know to call you? 
Well, I think I applied for something else on Region 8. So you can see when somebody applies for another job. Through all the school systems? Yeah. Okay. Back then it was Region 8, and they could see that you applied. Other school corporate, like Marion's done it before to me. Like they see huh. that you've applied somewhere else, and they'll call. So, But when I started teaching, it was hard to find a teaching job. Now you can go wherever you want. Yeah, which so, is crazy. Yeah. In 20 years, it's changed a ton, or yeah. 18. So, yeah, that was probably the hardest – because Chris, my, she was staying home probably almost – she's probably only working one day a week yeah. as a nurse. And and so just, just trying <laughs> yeah. to make – I mean, a make, whole family with one person working one day a week and then yeah. a little side job. That, yeah, I mean, I was working full-time in the summer Okay, um, doing – I can't remember if I was working for my brother or if we were just doing – I mean, we were doing oh, I only had a four hundred dollar house payment. We were okay. We could we figured it out. Four hundred dollar house payment? Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the heck? That was back when you could buy a house for fifty thousand dollars though too. <laughs> I need you as my realtor. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Oh my gosh. That is that is though. I don't know. You're younger. Trusting God with finances when you're young. We can especially these. when, especially when. I mean, as a first year teacher, I made twenty nine thousand yeah. dollars a year. So like, I don't know how Chris and I made it. On, we did it. We just didn't go out to dinner. We didn't get babysitters. We didn't. Didn't have much fun. I mean, we had young, like outside of. Home no, we stuff. didn't go do. Yeah. We didn't go do hardly anything. I mean, you didn't do anything. I mean, my wild. parents. My parents probably took us to dinner when we went out. Mm-hmm. Because we just, yeah, we just didn't have a ton of extra money coming in, so that that summer, did you have Lily? Yeah, we had Lily when I was a senior in high school or a senior in college. I mean, <laughs> I'm clipping that. <laughs> <laughs> so when I graduated college, I was I just turned 27. Yeah. So so we had Lily when I was senior. Year. So then. We, when I lost that job, we had all three of them. So Logan was probably yeah. – he was born at Central Noble when, we, when I was at Central Noble. So. Were you on the basketball team when you had Lily? Yeah. That's really why they called you grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> she went to every basketball game my senior year. Oh, yeah. In college. Awesome. Biggest fan, huh? Yeah, she, but she was born in September, and we started yeah. having games first of November. Yeah. So she went to every game. That's cool. Yeah. That's fun. Um. Have you watched a full podcast? You can be honest. Have I watched a full one? Yeah. What was the first one you did? Who was the first person? <laughs> the first one we did was just us bullcrapping no, no, each no, other the first about per, juice. First, per, first person you had on? Uh, Jackson. Longable? Yeah. I think that I think I watched that full one. All right. And then I watched a little bit of Dave. Waringa? No. Uh, uh is he like like D like D? Yeah. Yeah. Watch a little bit. I'm of sorry, Dave. I don't know how to pronounce your last name, but yeah. What did you think of that one? He shows how God can work. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. crazy when you. Yeah. I, I I love the part in it where he said when he went into solitary confinement or whatever, and there was only a Bible. In yeah. There. I was like, crazy. that's awesome. That's God, man. Yeah. The, no, <laughs> nobody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but. First off, listeners, if you're listening all the way through here and, like, you're a new listener, don't watch the old ones first. They're not as good. Um, that, <laughs> that's, a, that's a shell of all of our old guests. No, no, us. Like, oh, our, yeah. juice, our juice episode. We're, we were, we're bad. The guests have been good. Our Jackson episode was not good. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're going to get him back on. It's going to be a good one. We, we did talk about juice a lot in the first episode. <laughs> And we're talking about it now. Code red, freaking Dave. <laughs> but anyways, the reason I ask that is we have the same final question for all our guests as we're wrapping up here at 10.34 p.m. Um, we just need to know your dream vacation. Um, you can have no, no limitations, man. You can bring whoever, go wherever, and do whatever. Um, probably be somewhere on the beach. 
Um, I don't know. Actually, it'd probably be a safari. Oh. I'd probably go on a safari. I want to see a lion take down a <laughs> some something and <laughs> an elephant drink some water. Yeah, and a cheetah. I mean, I, that would be just awesome. Are you going hunting or? No, no, I, no, don't, okay. I don't like to hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I don't like to kill anything. <laughs> <laughs> and and while I'm there in South Africa, they have this. Uh, they have the highest elevation hole. Yeah, golf hole. It's, yeah, it's number nineteen on the golf course. I think it's crazy. And you hit down. Don't you get like an absurd amount of money if you get a hole in one? It's like I don't, I don't know what the elevation difference is, but it's huge. There's no chance you're making it in. <laughs> I don't even know if you're gonna hit the green down there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll throw up a picture. I know we've said that a few times on these golf, but it's pretty nuts. Yeah. It sounds like we need to hit the golf course. Let's do it. We can bring Logan. A little scramble. He, he likes to play. <laughs> you two against Logan and I. Okay, that's fair. Um, <laughs> who are you? Who are you bringing on the safari? I know my wife would want to go, and my kid, I, and my family would want to go. Yeah. Would they so, want to go, or would they be invited? Um, I'd take them <laughs> if it was. Yeah. Somebody else was paying for it. Oh yeah. If I was paying for it's it, the, the podcast. If phone. I was paying for it, then I'd just take my wife. <laughs> yeah. At the end, so at the end of the year, we're gonna raffle off all the dream vacations and give it to someone. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. That'd be crazy. We've had some nuts. <laughs> like. I. Yeah. I, or, I love to snorkel. So go somewhere where I could snorkel. You could do it out there. Could. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. I don't even know where the best place to snorkel is, but I'd... Great Barrier Reef. Yeah. Australia. That'd be cool. In Africa, um, this is totally random, but Dude Perfect does these bucket bucket list videos, and they went to Africa, and that trip was so similar to what you said. It looked so cool. Yeah. They did a safari, um, and then they did a... We're going to South Africa to play golf. Dude, you don't, You quit golf last time we played. $310 <laughs> for a foursome to play. But... Um, <laughs> They, w- they woke up very early, saw the sunset or sunrise on the mountain over the city in South Africa. It's cool, man. That that might be uh, my new my new answer as well. You said that like 20 episodes ago. <laughs> Dude, I don't remember 20 episodes ago. It was like January. But yeah. anyways, Dave, do you have any closing thoughts? Any profound statements? <laughs> I don't have any profound statements, but thanks for having me on. It's been fun, and uh, yeah, thanks yeah. for thanks for pouring into my youngest. So yeah, if you uh, if you need help with anything or want to connect with Dave, please reach out. This is what this is for: and grow our community. Um, we love to see it, and we love when you guys reach out to us too. Yeah, we just want to keep getting this church active and community active if you're not a member of our church that's okay we still love you um with that being said um i can't say we'll see you next week but i can't promise that but we'll see you when we see you peace peace <laughs> <laughs> oh we're out <laughs>